This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. This episode of Material is Your Business is powered by Sennheiser, the future of audio. So, uh, hello. Uh, my name is Rickard Rosendahl. I'm a VC of uh, Innate Group in Sweden. And uh, I love heated materials because that really makes a difference for the people using them. You know, if you stay hot and warm, you can focus on your work, your activity. You can be a better sportsman. You can do better work. You can invoice more hours if you're comfortable where you are. Harnessing energy and materials allows us so many possibilities, like creating heat, conducting energy, and cooling the body. It is truly a new era in activewear. Coming up, a company that has developed a method for manufacturing apparel which enhances performance by actually generating heat without the limitations of those bulky batteries and wires of the past. And get this, it's all controlled by your smartphone. This is Material Is Your Business, a podcast covering the science, technology, and business of materials and manufacturing. Produced by Mouth Media Network. Powered by Sennheiser. Your hosts for this episode are Stephanie Benedetto and Samantha Cortez. Hi, Ricard. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Uh, so I stopped by your booth. Uh, I saw right away it intrigued me, the name Inu Heat, and you had some demo of product of some very interesting things that it can do. What is it and why are you here at where? Yeah, so, so Inu Heat, we have developed a platform of uh, components, all the things that you need to build in heat, next skin heat into your apparel like gloves, socks, uh, base layers. And, um, and this is what we are showing. And why heat? What is it about heat that we need, we want? I know you touched on a little bit some of the potential applications in medical, in performance, in military. But Well, I think heat is a, it's a technology that really matters for, for, for your life, at your work or uh, when you're doing your sports or your activities. Uh, you can stay out in the cold for, for more hours. You can stay focused. And um, I think it really makes a difference. And there's many different technologies in the wearables, but to stay warm and, and comfortable, that's really a good thing too. It's true. It's something we talk about a lot. When you're looking at wearables, there's a lot that do the basic fitness tracking. They tell you stand up, sit, you're sitting too long, you know, you've walked this many steps. But it, I guess if you actually are cold and you need heat for, for it adds another element and, and something beyond just the traditional what Fitbit and other things do in the space. How did you first get into it and what is it about your technology that is so unique? Well, I've been distributing these kind of products for quite many years in Europe and um, I saw that uh, it was really bad technology in most of the products, very bad quality, very bad performance. But still, we saw that there was a big need in the market for the product. Uh, and we were selling them. They were expensive. And so people are really ready to pay a lot of money to, to solve this problem. So when we investigated the different, different kind of design, we said we can do it better. And we found out that if you're going to add heat to garments, you have to add it directly onto the skin. That's when you get the best effects. So, so uh, we developed a system that's actually doing this. 
walk us through that a little bit more because you know what does that mean to be right on the skin and how does it actually work so so for, first you have to create a system that is is uh, cost effective in the production and uh, to make, to stay cost effective you, you have to get the materials in the textile by uh, knitting machines or weaving machines and um, uh, then it gets cost effective into the production and then you can also add it directly into your skin like in base layers or, or in the liner in the glove or knit it into the socks you of course get it direct onto the skin on your foot so what i saw it wasn't like it's actually hard hard wires running through the glove or the clothing it was actually printed on and there's yeah. conductivity and carbon what is it what you see in our booth here is that we are working together with dupont in texar technology and that's a printed technology so we we print the heat directly onto very thin laminate polyurethane laminate that can be heat transfer onto the textile and you get this very flexible, smooth uh, heating panel direct onto uh, to, uh, to the garment. So this technology is turning um, every day more and more, um, and it's very quick. Is there any other technologies are you are you uh, looking into, as in, you know, looking at different threads that could compose that, or or anything module on the phone that would communicate? With with the, the yeah. heating process that you look at, so well, one is one thing is of course to add the heat into the product, but we, but we have also developed a quite advanced uh, data platform. All the components in our system they actually talk to each other. So the the sock is talking to the power pack in our electronics, and the power pack is talking to the smartphone, and the smartphone to the cloud-based server we have. And we can actually also talk back to the sock. So if we find find a better uh, software for the sock, we can download that software to the sock when you're using it out in the field. So so uh, it's like the Tesla car. You can actually both download new information into that car, and you can pull back data and learn how that car is doing. Or in my case, a sock or a glove is performing with our customers. And by that, we can learn and we can make better products in the future. When you're taking all that data, I know there's always these issues now around privacy, around data and aggregation and who's reporting it where. What are you doing with that data? What is it, especially when you're talking about like military or medical, that's yeah. highly important and sensitive? So, so first we can select the data we are, t uh, we are pulling out of the products, but we are mostly focusing on, on the product, not the user. So we, we, today we never put our data in combination with a name or an individual. We only focus on the, the products. And are you reporting that publicly, or is that also information no. that we, okay. We, we use that information to learn and to make better products, but we, in our system, it's built up, it's a generic platform, so our electronics is actually fits into many different kind of products and to many different kind of brands. So if you have brand X and you take our battery pack and you put that into a compatible product for brand X, everything is going to be brand X, like the app, the interface, and so on. It's going to be his uh, brand recognition. So, and if you take it and you put it in, in the product Y, you will get everything to be the product Y brand. And we can then select the data. So when we pull data from brand Y, we can also share some of that data to that Y brand. So he gets real-time data. This is, I think, the first time ever that the brand can get real-time data feedback back from their uh, users in the field. 
uh, and they will have a we are developing a new platform now so they will have a possibility actually to push back data to the user if they want to like if we run a campaign they can say hey we have uh, 65 guys in uh, Aspen now skiing uh, we see that because we get that data and uh, we want to run an activity with them so we just shoot a message to them it pops on their phone we have a you know free beer five o'clock <laughs> come and see our next product there. demo right and you can hook this up with a social network and so on so it's uh, endless possibilities so what does it mean i'm a brand let's say patagonia yeah. and i ha- want to develop and work with new heat and integrate this into some of my clothing at what level and how do you work with them on the textile application on the product development and then on the delivery of the data platform well so so first it's it's a project it's always a project because we need to learn what is the core values of patagonia and what do they want their product to to actually to do and uh their customers' experience from the product. And, and of course, in what kind of environment is this product going to be used? And once we understand that, we put together a product group. So we have textile engineers that are actually going to help them all through the process. So we help them to build in this technology into their products. Uh, we actually set up their factories with our system so that they can manufacture. Either they have their own factories or they have a third party. But we work with the factories so we actually can manufacture and keep the quality. And of course, we also pull a lot of data from the factories so that we are sure that uh, the products are 100% when they are ready, right? Um, but we help them all the way. So it's not a big threshold anymore. You know, contact in the heat. We can help you to build in the heat. And we can create a, a new business opportunity for them. And you probably need a lot of that oversight, I presume, around the factory and the supply chain. Because when you're talking about something like heat, I mean, it's a highly precise. The precision matters. You don't want to burn someone. You, no. It has to work. And so yeah. you need that kind of oversight and, and make sure yeah. that what the, you're This delivering. is uh, very important. So in our system, we have developed our own ASIC chip. That is very potential and that really monitors what's going on with uh, the heat panels. Uh, we have microprocessors that, that runs and do uh, checkups all the time. So um, it's, it's really scary to go, go with these simple uh, electronic systems, like you hook up a battery. You have no control of what's actually going to happen. We, you need some potential uh, electronics to, to run this. Well, I see that there's three keys into technology. There's a pre- the prevention, the diagnosis, and the management. I see you're covering the prevention, as in the heating process, yeah. and the management, as in giving information and, and trying to get information. Is there anything that you're doing in the diagnosis aspect into the technology? Well, I think we can, and, and I'm really interested in these IA, uh, you know, intelligent systems that can help you to, to, to actually guide you and, and see when is something is going to happen. And especially, I think, on, on uh, helping us to solve all the warranty problems. Stuff will happen out there in the field, and, and uh, we don't want to put pressure onto the store that sold the, the product. We want to take care of that as much as we can directly with the customer. A smart system that can run the diagnosis and, and actually help him to solve the problem, that's the smartest thing, the best thing. And if he can't do that, we want to get that file pushed up to us and we can help him to solve it. Or we just send him a, a new, uh, let's say, power pack if that's a problem. So uh, it's, I think it's a lot to do there on, on in, this, uh, in this area. 
a lot of future potential. Let's take a quick break, and then we're going to dive a little bit more into what it means to your company to be here at WEAR Conference and this collaboration with DuPont. Back with Inu Heat right after this. Sounds good. Everybody, this is Vikram Iyer with the American Enough podcast. I just wanted to thank all of you for listening and tuning in week after week. Uh, we are just on the precipice of clearing our one-year anniversary, and this has been an incredible journey and examination of who America really is against the the headwinds of our modern times. If you are interested in the perspectives of mayors and how the identity of their cities is changing America's fabric, or how our foreign policy is changing the way that CIA agents do their business, or even how those brave enough to come forward and, and stake a claim in the Time's Up or the Me Too movement, how their identities have, have been changed by speaking out so publicly, uh, or even if you're just interested in how Netflix documentarians are viewing the world and using satire and entertainment to cope with our current times, there is something for everybody across this channel, and uh, we hope that you continue to subscribe and like wherever you pod. American Enough can be found on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, um, and and if you have any feedback or have any ideas for more great show, never hesitate to, to email Vikram at AmericanEnoughPodcast.com or tweet at Vikram Iyer on Twitter. And uh, please keep spreading the word. This is not over anytime soon. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Material. Biz Show. That's Material B-I-Z Show. And hear all of our episodes on materialisyourbusiness.com and everywhere the best podcasts are found. So, Ricard, I know on break we were touching a little bit on how you are a very young, new, exciting company from Sweden, and there's a lot of potential for where you see this going in the future. Um, curious kind of what we were talking about right before break when it comes to looking at factories and supply chain and precision and making things work. Are you looking at areas of accreditation and certification and testing of your products for these customers? Yes, that, that's exactly what we are doing. And that's going to be our next uh, step here. There are no certifications that match our technology, so we have to develop our own standards. And uh, we have to develop our own tests. So, so we are... We are thinking of setting up an accreditation process. Uh, either we do it ourselves or we try to gather a couple of companies and we do it together. As I'm thinking about <laughs> it, just looking at kind of the competitive analysis, and I'm not, there are textiles, correct me if I'm wrong, there are textiles and products out there that do heat the body. But clearly you're doing something very different, both from the way it actually is applied on the fabric as well as from the platform perspective. Is that right? And can you talk us a little bit about the new innovations in heat? Yeah, for you know, the most important, I think, is that we put it directly onto the skin. So we, we get the best performance out of it. And, and when you have a heat direct onto the skin, you have a direct feedback on uh, the control of the heat because you sense it right away. You have, you know, the, the nerves that sense the heat, they're really good at picking up uh, variations of heat, but they forget very easily, you know, the heat level, the specific heat level. Like when you step into the shower in the morning, it's like burning hot for five seconds, and then you're used to it, right? 
it's the same with the gloves or the hands or the, the feet. So our technology, we can actually trick the body a little bit by bumping the heat up and down. So you get these variations that gives you that uh, satisfaction. You know you have something on, right? So it also measures the heat at the same time as it generating heat. Yeah. Or it's tricking your body to... We're tricking the body a little bit. Uh, uh, we're tricking the mind a little bit. When you increase the heat, we bump it up a little bit more than you actually did when you increased. And then we go down again. Just to give you confirmation something is happening. You know, you feel better. So it's a good feedback. So, so one of the things with this as well, of course, is durability washability, how long this lasts, how do you account and test for that and what does that look like when you think of something kind of printed on fabric, you think after a while with washing, with wear, that it would start to wear away, that it wouldn't be as effective. Now, I think our technology is quite, uh, quite uh, durable and we always try to match the particular product we are in, like a sock, we say it must stand for 50 washing cycles. And we do Martindale and all that kind of testing uh, on our uh, uh, element, heat elements. So uh, it's, it's quite durable. How do you do with the, uh, the concept of the battery to, to be able to transmit this information? Yeah, but the, the, the battery is a tough one. The battery is... There always really, are. <laughs> yeah. So our, our battery, they are military grade, so you can throw them, step on them, and, and they really holds up for a lot of abuse. We have no cords. We use a, we had developed a magnetic system that just clicks onto the garment, so no cords that can break. Uh, and it stands for 60 meters of uh, water depth, so it's really tough. Wow. A cool thing is that uh, the battery also have a vibrator on board. So when you change the temperature on, on the app, for instance, you get a vibration, a, a tactical feedback from the vibration. And we chose to not to use uh, like a beeping sound because if you're a hunter or military, you might not uh, like the beeping. <laughs> uh, or if you have bad weather and you have, have a big overall on top of it, you will not hear it. So, but the vibration is a good way to get tactical feedback. I just think back to my days of skiing and you had those old little, uh, whatever, you shake it up and burned your hand, even though yeah. it made you feel warm. And like now to be able to have this, I would definitely go skiing in freezing cold temperatures <laughs> these days. So when I saw your booth at Wear Conference here, um, I also obviously saw the name DuPont. We touched on it a little oh. bit, but can you tell us a little more what you're doing with DuPont, what that partnership looks like and what the technology is? So we, we have a range of yarns and, and the yarns, they are good in many ways for, for weaving, sewing. Uh, knitting into the products. We have an embroidery process we're using for uh, uh, heat elements for gloves. But uh, as the volume's picking up, we need a system that can actually meet up those volumes. And, and uh, the printing technique we have with DuPont is uh, fantastic. We can print enormous amount of uh, heat elements. And we have a very high quality of the product coming out with DuPont. And uh, we get into applications. We, we could embroider on like, a, 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 let's say, an Under Armour uh, bike uh, base layer, right? Right. But it didn't look good. You know, we, it looked a little bit nerdy. But with the DuPont technology, we can get a very nice design. You know. Well, I could defer on that. Embroidery is coming a long way. The new <laughs> threads that are coming out, considering that that's my passion. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But yeah. it's... Uh, it, it takes a long time to add that embroidery onto the product, and uh, you don't get this, you know, the lycra is really uh, stretching uh, in all ways, and, and we couldn't really get it to look nice with the embroidery technique. Maybe it's something to develop, I don't know. 
<laughs> but, but to your point, you know, obviously not only do these products need to be functional, but they also need to look good and you want people to yeah. wear them. And yeah. if they don't, you just know certain people are not. If you have either cords hanging off of it or big prints that don't look right on the front, that it's just not going to be usable. So what's the no. point? And also we don't want to destroy it. Like we say, we have to be very humble when we have a product with a brand. We try to get our technology and we have out messing up uh, their uh, performance. Uh, their designs and, and technologies. So, like a little bit invisible from, from our side, we just add the functionality of heat. So that is what we are trying to do. Obviously, we see and we've talked about the applications here in kind of the fashion garment apparel industry. Are you starting to think about or in the future, would you consider what that looks like in like the interior space? I mean, can you do this to chairs you're sitting on and couches and walls in the room and, and what that means? Are there other applications you're looking at or not yet? Yeah, you know, we, we, uh, we have medical applications, several different medical applications, and we can definitely go into what you're saying, yeah, like interior what? designs and so on. But we have uh, our ASIC chip that we developed. It's a very potential uh, heat controller. Uh, and it's uh, ASIC chip. You mass produce them, so you get them at low cost. So we can actually build in this uh, into all kinds of textile applications cost-effective, and you get all these uh, whistles and bells with NFC and Bluetooth and, and all that built in. So it's uh, changing. It is this changing. industry, yeah. And you just touched on another important point, too, is, right, like some of this can be very expensive if they're paying for both the development of the textile and the technology and the platform ongoing and the data collection. And yeah. so how, how do you currently monetize and make that cost effective? What did you do to make it? Uh, so the big difference here is that, that uh, if you take one brand and they are developing this system themselves, you know, they have to sell quite big volumes to make this uh, you know, a good investment. But as we are work, we are working with 15, 20 brands already today. So we have a volume of 15 brands. And, and by that, we can actually put money into developing this platform. So that's exactly what we're doing. That's our business idea. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Ricard, so much for joining us on air. Any kind of final thought, words of wisdom, a reflection, or a lesson as a young startup that you want to leave our listeners with? I think it's a fantastic uh, conference we are at. Uh, this is the first time we actually look into the business in the U.S. We have been doing this in, in Europe for many years, but it's, it's really interesting to be here and to learn about this business and start projects with uh, these brands. Exciting. And how can our listeners connect with you and with Heat? What's the best way to reach you? Oh, they go to, into our uh, website. You can find me on, on uh, our website. What is that? What's the uh, Inuheat.com. In you heat.com. Well, thank you so much, Ricardo. It was a pleasure having you. Okay, thank you. And for Samantha Cortez, adios. I'm Stephanie Benedetto. Go change the world, everyone. Back next time, you know where material is your business. This has been Material Is Your Business. To suggest guests or content for the show or to become a sponsor, email us at podcast at materialisyourbusiness.com. Keep up with the show on social media at Material Biz Show. That's Material B-I-Z Show. Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, along with our website, materialisyourbusiness.com. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. No portion of the episode may be distributed or published without the express written permission of the producers. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.